make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. to let's sip and talk with Freema. So today's Thursday. We do apologize about yesterday. Things happen. Everybody understand that. And we know we cannot get upset about things we cannot control. We can't let that take over us. You know, that negative energy. We got to keep it moving. Remain positive. I hope everybody's having a great work week. It's always, it's almost the weekend, excuse me. So make sure y'all have a safe weekend as well. And remember what I always say for the ones that do work on a weekend, be thankful that you do have a job to go to. So don't soak. Be glad about it. We have our part two going on today with Miss Larissa Miller. I'm so excited because she's so humble. You know, we didn't get into a lot of things about Larissa. We were talking about giving back. And, and I would love to talk about that again because that's just who she is. So without further ado, let's bring on Miss Larissa Miller. Hello, Freema. I'm so glad to be back again. It's always great to be on your show. And I hate to stop you. I can't hear. I can't hear anything. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I can hear you. And she's gone. Well, Freeman's gone. <laughs> Here I sit. I'll wait. I can talk. Um, you know, last time we talked about, um, you know, things that I've done that have really motivated and inspired me. And, um, you know, Freeman had mentioned, let's talk a bit more about the business side and, and what I do on that side. And, you know, truly for me, the give back is the most important part of it's the nucleus of everything I do to include business. And, you know, while I do business across six continents, um, large scale technology parks as technology is the nucleus of the future, um, smart cities. And there she is. Sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry about that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it upset me. I'm going to keep it moving. No, you know what? Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I had the, the airline challenge and today it's, you know, but you know, it's all about being adaptable and resilient. So Absolutely. here we are. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I was just about to start tap dancing when you came back in. So, <laughs> so I, I came in. I heard you mentioning is it Smart City? Is that right? Smart Cities, technology parks. Um, you know, working on investments in the agri-tech space. You know, if we can't feed ourselves in the future, there isn't going to be another investment in any industry or sector that will make sense. And um, and then some of the the really cool projects that I have with some 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 really cool dudes from the NFL and so forth that that you know really are priorities right. to me. So. That's amazing, Larissa. And I know we touched on this before, but just your drive, you know, just just being you. It, it's amazing. So um, a little more, if you don't mind, just about because I came in. I don't know if you already explained it, but the smart city, what exactly where is that located? And what exactly does so it is? Smart cities are essentially going to be the roadmap of the city of the future. So it's how sustainable our cities are. It's everything from connectivity and our transportation infrastructure to the health of our buildings, to our waste management, to the way the community integrates within the city. And, um, you know, um, one of the the, the really preeminent smart cities under construction right now is is my good friend Akon's smart city in Senegal, the Akon city. Um, you know, that's really going to change the entire um, ecosystem, socially, environmentally, and for sure, economically in Senegal. And um, so smart city technologies are a priority to me. Um, you know, I'm a principal partner in technology parks being built around the world because every single industry and sector will will rely on technology as the epicenter moving forward. Absolutely. Um, so technology is very important. You know, data management and data storage are going to be critical and all of this factors into the technology parks. Um, and then, you know, I just... I like to look for companies that have um, a really interesting solution to some of the, the, the problems of the world, both now and in the future. And, um, you know, those are the ones that I, I prioritize, whether it's as an investor or a board member or, um, you know, just however I can accelerate them and help to grow their global footprint. You know, that's a priority for all businesses, regardless of how big or small you are, um, to now be looking at the entire globe as your community marketplace. You know, technology has allowed us to expand our supply chains, reach new customers, form competitive collaborations around the world. And, um, and that, I think, is going to be the, the secret for business success as we move forward. Absolutely. Um, I know we touched on, you know, being global. Don't just stop, you know, in your community, in your hometown, in your state. I was riding past. I live in a very rural area. Um, so one of our local church, um, it, it said, we are we are going global 2021. And I was like, wow. So everybody, well, not everybody, but soon, hopefully everyone would be on that that global train. You know, and not stopping yourself, but just going forward. Sky's the limit. Oh, and, and people are afraid of what they don't know. Yes. You know, that's a lot of the problem we have socially around the world um, is that 
you know, we forget that we have an obligation to always keep learning and learning about things that are unfamiliar to us, new cultures, learning about religions and people and, and geography. And, um, and, and this allows you to expand your horizons and thus reimagine your entire business model to really accelerate beyond where you are right now. And um, it's a little bit scary to step out of your comfort zone of your, your community and what you've known. Um, and this is what I try to, to help businesses to, to do, to imagine their way forward in this very, this very um, extraordinary global environment because the opportunities abound if you're brave enough to take those first few steps. And once you take those steps, you're on your own. I mean, you can really sail it's, it's not such a big world after all, when you see that, that sounded like a song. <laughs> uh, when you see that through, through technology, you know, we can be connected and we're not in the same location. Absolutely. And you can be connected with Malaysia and California and Toronto and Dubai all through your computer. And, you know, people are people, you know, there's good and bad people, good and bad behaviors in all countries and cultures. And if we're just respectful and kind to one another, the opportunities that we will have to really um, accelerate our businesses are limitless. Right, right. And and like you mentioned, you know, um, just for start for Clubhouse, you know, to me that was a step. <laughs> Even though it's as simple as just audio, you know, just audio frame. You're not you're not seeing anybody. It's just audio. You don't know these people. But that was a huge step. It took me at least. I'm going to say Alan was like, for me, you need to go to Clubhouse. And I'm like, oh, no, it took me about a month or so to actually do it. So I do understand when you say, you know, you have to just soar. You have to go out there and realize, you know, hey, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. And we won't know unless we do it. There are people that need what you have, whether it's your product, whether it's your service, whether it's your wisdom yes. on all corners of the globe. Absolutely. And, you know, people don't know your value unless you tell them your value and make it known. And um, you are doing yourself a disservice and you're actually putting yourself on the, the roadway to irrelevancy if you see your business space as only the community where you live. Yes. And, um, you know, the Stone Age didn't end because we ran out of stones. It ended because of progress. And we move so fast. I mean, we are accelerating more rapidly with our innovations, you know, now more than any other time in the history of mankind. When you look at, you know, 15 years ago, Instagram didn't exist. Bitcoin didn't exist. Slack didn't exist. 4G didn't exist. Tesla, blockchain, Spotify, Uber. I can go on and on. And that's just 15 years ago. So where will we be in 15 years? And it's only those people who are willing to reimagine their way forward, anticipating the cracks in, in the business environment that they're in and finding innovative ways to fill them that will be the leaders of business going forward. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. So I'm going to ask you the million-dollar question. Uh-oh. <laughs> and you know, I, I make it seem like it's just so great, and then it'd be like, oh, that's what it was. So in 15 years, I don't care if it's a car. I don't care if it's, you know, technology. What do you think, what do you project may happen in the next 15 years that will be different from now? 
Well, you know, it's almost impossible to really prognosticate where we're going. But what I can tell you is that there are elements that are really accelerating right now that will be so important to our future, such as blockchain. Now, blockchain is not cryptocurrency. So many people think that they're synonymous, that blockchain and cryptocurrency are one and the same. And that's fundamentally not true. You know, um, blockchain is that platform where all of the information is going to be housed. And that is going to mean our educational systems, our medical records and, and the field of medicine. And, um, you know, every single one of our industries and sectors will be utilizing the blockchain. But just as Uber and Airbnb popped up to fill a need that we didn't realize we even had Absolutely. 10 years ago, let alone 15 years ago, there's going to be other areas that are only now making themselves known that we will be finding extraordinary solutions for moving forward. In Dubai at the World Government Summit in, I want to say, 2017, they had the uh, Museum of the Future exhibit there where you could walk in and see some of the cutting edge technologies that are being developed. And, you know, things for like microchips that will be implanted into our heads that will allow us to talk without talking. We'll be able to communicate or our mobile devices will be on the palm of our hand. So we won't be holding something. It'll already be an integral part of us. Mm. And, and really meaningful solutions to problems such as using um, virtual reality for Alzheimer's patients where you can record their home environment and through virtual reality, they can be in a care facility. And to them, it looks like they're sitting in their own living room where they're sleeping in their own bedroom. And that's really making... Um, massive impact to the cognitive behavior of an Alzheimer patient. Um, and so there's, there's all sorts of things that are out there that we can't even begin to imagine. But, you know, if we're not willing to set aside our legacy business model and look at how we can do things differently moving forward, integrating some of these new technologies into our operations and being brave enough to do it differently than we did it yesterday, that's how we are going to be the ones that are driving tomorrow. We won't be the ones stuck in the middle of the road like all of our competitors who, aren't, who are failing to innovate. And you don't want to be in the middle of the road because in the middle of the road is where you get killed. You want to be the person that is out forging the new pathways, making the decisions on which roads to take. And, um, and when you do that, when you're brave enough to do that, um, you know, you will be the propellant that drives your industry or sector forward. Wow. I must say you've blown me away just with, um, you know, what you witnessed in Dubai, you know, it's, it's, it's like, wow, I, some of these things I would have never imagined. And here we are already, some people have already generated, it's already, you know, came to life and it's like, that's 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 amazing that's look that's scary at the same time you know it is it is from rotating buildings with wind turbines in between the floors to really extraordinary measures of sustainability there are so many countries around the world that are leading the way in in innovation and um you know 
I keep saying sustainability, but sustainability truly is going to be the nucleus of the future of business, the mandate for the future of business. Um, you know, business moving forward is going to have, have to have a conscience, right. going to have to care about the environment. Most importantly, it's going to have to care about society. And when I look at the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which, you know, focus on each one of the aspects that we need to have a healthy um, global environment. When I say environment, that's not just the environment. That's also our social connectivity. But, you know, societies that have, you know, justice and fair institutions, societies that have gender balance, um, you know, those are going to be some of the most important attributes that we need to work on, that cohesiveness, that diversity, that, inclus that inclusivity, that recognizing that it can't be us against each other anymore. It has to be us together for a solution. That's yes. really what we have to prioritize almost before we start worrying about hugging the bears, the bunnies, and the trees. Because yes. if we can't be a healthy global society, if we can't see that we each have an equal contribution to make and that we should each have access to equal opportunity, then, you know, we're failing in our most basic and important um, segment of, of what we are as human beings. Absolutely. Have you ever thought about running for president? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being so serious. Have you ever thought about that? Well, at one point, I, I considered running for Congress. It's still something that simmers there. Um, and I often joke that maybe I'll do it after my lobotomy. But, um, you know, it's become such, um, such a toxic environment in the political scene. And, you know, it really isn't at a place yet where it's ready to be fixed, sadly. And it's only going to be through people having the courage to set aside what we know to be the, the, the party line, let's say, whether you're Republican or whether you're Democrat. Um, for me, politically, I think too often we get so far to the left or so far to the right that that's left so many millions of us essentially politically homeless in the middle, recognizing that we need to be bipartisan. At the end of the day, we need to come together to find that solution. Um, and we just are not at that place yet. And, um, you know, elections sadly are, and this is a gross generalization, but, but you know, I find it to be largely true is that elections are less about the truthful platform and solutions and more about undercutting our opponents. Um, and that's something that I'd really like to see change as we move forward is, you know, what is your platform? What are you going to do? You know, what makes you the, the change maker that we need in this particular district? and worry less about what the other guy is doing. And um, only then will we be able to return to a political environment where we're all working together, you know, to find 
um, you know, those critical solutions that I refer to. So. And um, the investor show, um, he said, what about mayor? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's my, my answer to that is that I really don't have a city that I belong to because I'm more or less a global nomad. So I live in North Carolina. My house is here. My company is in Miami. I grew up in Pennsylvania and have so many business projects going in Pennsylvania. You know, I'm in Atlanta, you know, I'm in, you know, Pittsburgh, I'm in Washington, DC. So I, I feel like I'm so many places that I don't know that I have, um, I don't know that I can put that seed in anywhere and water it so that roots take hold where I would be really growing in that one place because the nature of my business has me everywhere. Now, maybe as I get older, you know, and, and start to slow down a little bit. Um, but to be honest with you, my dad's 90 years old and still working full time. So I'm not even sure that I can say when I get older and slow okay. down a little bit because the apple didn't fall far from the paternal tree. <laughs> well, bless his heart. That's amazing. That's good. So like you said, I guess you, you'll be doing the same thing. I'm pretty much certain. Wow. Wow. I'm impressed. Um, Larissa, I don't want to hold you too long because because I know you're very busy and, and, you know, you not only did this one time, but you did it twice. But before we conclude, hold on, look like someone said something. Uh, my question, um, a lot of networks want to produce a show about me hosting Club Annabelle. Since I'm the magic, helping people get funded and build up their brands, which network is the best to sign with? Got me there. <laughs> not sure either. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, um, Annabelle Gutman. I do apologize, but maybe there's someone out there that you know can can give you some feedback on that that's viewing. So y'all make sure y'all try to help Annabelle out. We work together on this thing. But Larissa, I do have a question. Water, water, water is coming in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Tell us about the, the water, the, the brand that you have. This was a really big um, divergent path that I've taken in 2021. Um, you know, I've always been, um, you know, I would say a service-based business. You know, I was head of business development for some members of the royal family in Abu Dhabi, you know, and so I was focused on sustainable business. You know, as CEO of Phoenix Global, we're working on large-scale projects, um, consulting with businesses and governments around the world. So, you know, when I had and I found a really compelling product and had an opportunity to um, be able to bring that to the United States and and really exclusively build a brand. Um, for a, a wonderful water out of Slovenia. It's the most magnesium rich water in the world. You know, I thought, you know, this is one of those things I'm always telling people, you know, try something new, take a divergent pathway and, and see where it leads you. And um, so this is my divergent pathway. And I'm really learning an awful lot about the, the product space and marketing a product. I haven't 
you know, extraordinary team um, behind me that is is really committed to and and um, embracing um, embracing water and. Right. You know, it's it's a learning experience for me. You know, the water is is Roy water out of Slovenia, ROI, which to me resonates because I think of ROI as something entirely different than water. <laughs> but it just sort of fit. But um, you know, it's an extraordinary brand, and if I was ever going to take on a product, it it needed to be something that that really stood up with my values, um, my commitment to sustainability and um, is something that is really unique in the marketplace. And I've found that and um, I'm learning right along with everybody else, but um, it's it's interesting and it's fun. And I really hope to be able to do some great things with it here yeah. in, in the American market. Absolutely, so. you know you are, you got this Larissa, you rock, <laughs> you rock, you rock, honey. <laughs> <We're true. laughs> yes, you know that you do, you have such a great, or a great persona, a great spirit, a great everything about yourself. You know, you know, I love you. You, you are one of those women. You know, I say, um, you know, surround yourself with women who would mention your name in a room full of opportunities. And I feel that way about you, Freema. So Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. I really do. Well, Larissa, again, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on. Speak with me, you know, give your story to the viewers, you know, give them something to to look forward to and give them hope because it's possible, you know. And like you say, you just have to go out there. You have to do it. Don't hold yourself back like I did. People do not do that to yourselves. Don't doubt yourself. Go out there and do it and never, never, never worry about the what ifs, because if you worry about that, you'll never know. So no, it's all about courage, Freema. You know, yeah, right. Uh, fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision and courage mm -hmm. is the anti-venom to regret. And you don't want to wake up at 80 looking back on your life with regret. You know, sometimes it's terrifying to take those first steps into a, a new career or make the decision to become an entrepreneur or to go back to college at 50 years of age. But all you have to do is take that first step, which leads to the second step and the third step. And before you know it, you're on your way to achieving that goal that you set for yourself. And, you know, if you make a mess of today, forgive yourself and start fresh with the sunrise. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And I couldn't have said it best. So we're going to leave that there. <laughs> the lovely Larissa. Again, thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in on this lovely Thursday. You guys rock. Make sure you guys stay productive. And, and make sure you compliment someone. Be kind. It doesn't cost you a thing. And, oh, Alan said, what's the website if someone wants to order this? Uh, is it, how, how do I say it? Is it ROI Water or is it? Roy. Roy. You Roy can Water. find it on Instagram at Roy, Roy Water USA or on my business website, um, which is phoenixglobal.co.co under purveyors in the drop down menu. You can find the water there. So it's 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 a good brand. I'm really proud of it. It's something that I'm I'm happy to have my name attached to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Alan, for reminding us of that. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Alan Rock. Okay. Well, until next time, you know what we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Peace and love.